Our rugby league coverage with TNT Express, proud sponsor of the Vodafone Warriors, with a lot of league to talk about, as always, on a Tuesday at this time. Mm. We get to Fox Sports caller Andrew Voss. How are you, Vossie? Uh, hello, fellas. I don't know whether to say good morning, good afternoon. You're just living the dream. Meantime, I'm just sitting in my lounge room in the dark, 5 a.m. Australian <laughs> time. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just, just a week, a week ago, people, guys. A week ago, Andrew, we were two hours ahead. Today, we're seven hours ahead. Yeah, it's just like that. We're improving. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Well, rugby league, let me just tell you, I mean, can I put in a a request? Can rugby league have a day off eventually, like without any news? I mean, honestly, um, what what a period for the game, starting with what Billy Slater's judiciary hearing all the way through. What an extraordinary... Last week it has been in rugby league and it continued on yesterday afternoon with a bombshell about Greg Inglis. Well, if you oh, want yeah. a day off, why don't you have a chat to that Aussie captain of yours? Well, well, will he be the Australian captain? Now, like, yes, he's on paper. He's named as the Australian captain. I'm thinking he will not be really? the Australian captain. I, I, I just think it is mid-range drink driving that it's alleged uh, he, uh, he, he blew. Um, it is speeding as well. The, the, look, the... The sad thing about it is, this is one of the giants of rugby league who, on the weekend, played in the in, you know this knockout tournament in Dubbo, has driven himself there to give back to the game. There's no money involved. He just went out and played, you know, representing Indigenous people and a team that had been put together. Um, he's then driven back from there, um, only to be caught speeding. Uh, allegedly, and the drink-driving charge, and uh, now must face court next month. Uh, it's just, you know, you can't write this stuff. He'd <laughs> been, been named captain half an hour earlier. So it's mm. just extraordinary. So have we heard from the coach, Mel Meninga, and is Inglis a chance, therefore, to miss the test against the Kiwis next weekend and also the game with Tonga? Well, I, I think he's a massive chance of missing the test. I really do. I... I, I Personally, I've always had this opinion on, on drink driving charges and the like. I say, well, it's a matter for the courts. The courts deal with this because it's been very haphazard, the treatment of the uh, governing bodies on this sort of thing and what individual clubs do. I mean, um, I, I can remember James Tarmo. I mean, he got, this is a few years back now, but he ended up getting suspended across two Origin games, two Origin games, which cost $30,000 each. He was in the New South Wales team at the time and... I thought, well, yeah, convert that into dollars. You know, it's a massive fine uh, plus the games you miss on top of whatever the the courts throw at you. You know, and loss of licence. I mean, uh, Greg, as I understand it, you know, licence suspended on the spot when he was arrested. Um, So uh, I just think your hand is forced. There has to be some action because of previous action taken. And the fact that it is a test as captain of Australia, well, so be it. They are the consequences, it would seem to me. I kind of thought that perhaps that might save him a little being the captain where they can say, well, look what we did. We took the captaincy off him. He's still playing, though. I mean, you know what I mean? I thought that might be a slight out if they were thinking, man, he's one of our key players and we'd like to hold him. You know? Well, I don't think you can do that. I, look, I don't, because I don't think that's what Mal stands for with his team. Um, and they have this, uh, this catch cry, rise. And it's, the first, the R in rise stands for respect and um, I, I think Mal would want to speak to Greg face-to-face. Uh, so, so here's my prediction then. I look, And I have no knowledge of what's going on behind the scenes. I wouldn't be surprised if if Inglis doesn't play against the Kiwis. That will be his punishment, but he will play 
the following week against Tonga. There you go. We'll see if that pans out. All right. Uh, as well as that, there's some editorials that have come out um, this morning, uh, some different opinion pieces, saying that we're really, you know, the, the Roosters were out there lying to everyone about Cooper Cronk's shoulder. Did did you feel lied to? No. no. What a load of crap. I mean, no. The subterfuge of it, and, you know, right from that very first press conference, what was the quote from Cooper Cronk? This is a need-to-know basis, and, and that's it, you know? It, I think it just added to the drama. Did I did I think they did anything wrong by it? No. No, not at all. No, not not a problem. And and they they did it by the rules, you know, you have to name your um your your twenty one man squad that gets re, um reduced to nineteen and seventeen. That's the that's the system we apply all year. The Roosters did that grand final week. No, they haven't done anything wrong. What though of the NRL do they need to maybe look at the protocols around disclosure of injuries because it has been a problem before. No, I, I, I really don't. I, I don't. I, look, it's one of the success stories of the year, personally. I think the the announcement of the 21-man squad, so if you've had a player who's been out for six or seven weeks, um, you know, along the way, you couldn't just bring him back into your team on match day as a shock tactic. You did have to include that player um, on the Tuesday night in a squad of 21, then 24 hours out from the game, it gets reduced to 19, and then an hour out from the game, it's 17. To me, that works well. Um, and, and and that's the need-to-know basis on a weekly basis that league fans came to um, ca- came to adapt to during the year. So why would it be any different grand final week? Would the odds of a Roosters win have changed last week if everyone knew that he had a busted shoulder and a cracked shoulder blade as opposed to uh, the, the muscle injury that they'd been talking about? Would the odds have changed? Yeah, but see, see, I have this simplistic view on gambling odds, that sort of thing. Betting is, by definition, a gamble. You gamble. Mm. You, 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 know, you take a punt on things. That is what happens. Um, so therefore, I am not. Uh, maybe you know others have totally different opinion, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, like if you're going to have a bet on the game and all the rest, well, that is you know gamble responsibly. That's what we say. It's a gamble. So if you're gambling on him playing, fair enough. If you're gambling on him not playing and you're basing your tip on that and you're going for Melbourne, well, so be it. It's speculating. That's that's gambling. That's punting. But- but, but Voss, isn't it a difference between, say, like a pokey machine where you chuck it in and hope for it and something that, as sports fans, you think, oh, I know a little bit about this. It's almost like investing in shares you look at it as. I know a little bit about this. I think this is going to go well for me. And these guys have signed up with an agreement, you know, to the uh, to your sports betting agencies yep. to say that they will provide proper information so that now that, because that, now that okay. makes the, the, the betting, the betting um, what do you call it, agencies look bad. Well, look, I'm, I'm just saying, well, you could still have, you, if you wanted to wait, if you wanted to be patient, you could still have your better now before the grand final. Could have knocked yourself out for 60 minutes before the final once you once you found Cronk was playing, but you knew that he couldn't possibly be right. And there was no way he was ever going to be right. And as for the extent of the injury, well, like, if you really want to bring it into it, I mean, you want to go all the way back to the 91 grand final. Glenn Lazarus played with a broken sternum. I mean, 97 grand final, that's revealed Andrew Johns played with a punctured lung. I mean... Uh, these things are kept under wraps as best they possibly can. Um, It becomes folklore in rugby league. Maybe betting was not quite as as widespread then. I find it hard to believe, actually, when more I think about it. It's always been around, whether it's legal or illegal. Um, But you know what I mean? I mean, those things 
a broken sternum for a player like Glenn Lazarus, they tried to keep it under wraps and Penrith got wind of it and Roy Simmons ran straight at him and you watch the first try, he puts his head, just puts his head straight into his chest and goes over the top of him to score a try. Um, these things happen. Shane Webke's played a grand final with a broken arm. Went out there with a broken arm and played. You don't want that widely known. It's just part of it. Leave me out yeah. of the betting side, boys. Leave me out of it. Again. <laughs> All right. Well, that's and that's the season. So I, I guess we, we look ahead now to the test matches with Australia, Tonga. We've got the Australians versus the Kiwis, then tours of the UK. What are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to every second. <laughs> that's that's the truth of it. Um, these first two test matches, can't wait. Um, the, the New Zealand tour in England, can't wait. England getting all excited there. They haven't had their, their grand final yet. They're, they're still building towards that. Um, they're going to have a very strong squad. I do say this, and I don't want to be a downer because I, I support International Rugby League, but I thought last year and with the restructure of the international game and all post-match that, you know, we're never going to see a New Zealand full-strength side ever again um, uh, outside of a World Cup, potentially. And I think that's just been rammed home to me now. I mean, post-match, you know, players have surgeries and all those sorts of things. And, you know, it's just a shame that some some of the big names that aren't there because of, you know, post-season injuries. Without a mid-year test, I just don't think we're ever going to see a full-strength New Zealand side within the four years of the World Cup, which is which is disappointing.